live from ringside in Malifaux City, this is Friday Night Fowdown. Ah, well that would imply some of them shower. Ooh. I mean, you know. The entire Bayou faction, Victoria. I don't know, I bet Kirai showers every day. Shower, bathe in the bubbling swamp water. Kirai for Bayou! (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. What about Bayou? Yes! No! Welcome to Friday Night Showdown, where we've got the worst ideas ever. Um, Um, That's a weird way to say best. Shut up. No, I've got something better. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Okay, here's the introduction. Welcome to Steam Powered Scoundrels, the Malifaux podcast that's willing to ask those hard-hitting questions that all other podcasts are too sober to answer. Why do you sound like a morning zoo? I I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited though. I'm excited, right? Right? Yeah. Right, yeah. guys. We're all excited to be here. Are we I'm actually hey, recording right now, or yeah. is this just like so, what? Yeah, we're actually recording. That's how we do it. Don't you? Don't oh, you ever listen okay. to the show? <laughs> That's yeah. all I do, but I'm just never sure if you're right. Yeah, and no, I actually, strong. I really do just drop that on people at like the most awkward times. Yep. All right, kids, let's get this started. Okay, now, the people don't know any of these voices because they're not familiar with any of these people. All right. This is... <laughs> this especially is not me. me. This is Friday Night Fodown. Uh I don't know if I said that the first two times. Welcome to Friday Night Fodown. I'm your host, Doug. And with me are three other combatants that are ready to get in the ring and have some fun with some podcasting topics. With me is back from uh, her hiatus, Victoria, who was once crowned Dallas County's most eligible diabetic in 2006. <laughs> oh, God. And right behind her, Nathaniel Luckett, the inventor of Spectacles Testicles Watch Wallet. Also one- came uh, number two diabetic in that, <laughs> in that contest. You know, you live in Dallas County, which was really weird. <laughs> yeah. And it was quite the upset. To, Dallas County had so few diabetics, they had to pull people in from other states. <laughs> they borrowed diabetics <laughs> from other states. <laughs> I wasn't even diabetic yet. But, like, did they win the contest? <laughs> hey, new voice. Hey, this is a new guy. And he just was very nice and came along to the podcast. Everyone, welcome Edward Teeth Jones, the world's first and only shotgun dentist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. <laughs> well, laughing brick, I guess. <laughs> Damn, uh, that's uh. Mm. Save the best for last, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Okay. I've got an hour on the clock, but first, some thank yous. Yes, Woo! we still have the Patreon going strong. We got people doing to us because they believe in us. Really? They love us. They canceled it yet? Or they, they feel sorry for us? Yeah, they're patronizing us. Thank you all for patronizing us, especially you, a Chase Ferrario, for donating to the Patreon, and Dane Leergard. I probably butchered your name. And hey, who else has got a name that I'm going to butcher? That's Donald Geither. I think that's Gaither. 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 I could believe. I I could believe it's Donald Gaither. Gaither. Gaither's work. He's Gaither now. (laughs) Yep. James Hahn. I know how to pronounce your name. Thank you very much for donating. And John Haas. Another J H. How weird. What? This is now the J H cast. Ah, what is it? Avocados. No, it was some sort of personal injury lawyer. Am I? Am I not remembering the right name? 
possibly. Go and look it up while, while we do this. Hey, you know who I just need to, you know, talk about because he is by far the greatest person that has ever donated to our podcast. That's right. Nick Westbrook is still blessing us with his presence. You Thank mean- you. What? The Nick Westbrook? Yes! The Nick Westbrook, folks. Now, okay, I was on his Wikipedia page the other, the other day, and guess what fucking happened? Guess what I discovered? Nick what Westbrook what? Nick Westbrook is the only man to reach the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. That's right. He made it all, the way, to, it. all the way to Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> Found the pot of gold. Answered, answered the Sphinx's riddle. And took his money from him. Now you think, Doug, isn't that supposed to be a leprechaun at the end of the rainbow? No, dumbass. Why do you think people, why do you think people never come back when they go looking for that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? It's because they come across the Sphinx and they're too stupid to answer the riddle and then they get eaten. But not Nick. No, Nick is a fucking genius. He answered that riddle. He took that so, gold. You know what he did with that money? What? What did he do with what that money? He funded his own puppy rehab center. Aww. And then yes. save some of it for us. <clears throat> yes. Is that a rehab center for puppies or a rehab center that uses puppies as treatment? Yes, both of them. He's oh, rehabilitating yes. people with crippling addictions and puppies with crippling addictions. <laughs> that man is a saint. Together, we are stronger. <laughs> so I found it. It's Fred Haas. Fred with Fred, Fred. double D, Fred. Fred Haas. Okay. Fred Haas. <laughs> <laughs> Personal injury attorney. Wait. Sorry. I think the double D is weirder than anything else. <laughs> oh, God, Fred no, that's his D. promo. That's yeah, his promo. Fred, double D, H, double A. Haas. Haas, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. We've, we've been dicking around enough. Let's get... No. Let's, no yes, too long. <laughs> Never. We've got an hour. We've got an hour on the clock. We've got a bunch of really great topics. Also, by the way, uh, we, I went and reached out to all the people on the Patreon and asked them for the topics. So most of these are from our patrons. We'll get through as many as we can. And then we'll probably save the rest for later. And if you, you know, come and patron patronize us, then you will also get to post your questions that we'll have to answer. So... Do we, have a fun name? Do we have a fun name from, like, Scoundrel Heads or um, Steamers? Scoundrels? Scoundrels? That's, that's kind of lazy, though. Ooh. I know that's lazy, but, like... Steamheads? Steamers. 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 Scoundrel Steamers. Just like people who listen to Schemes and Stones are stoners. Yeah, stoners definitely. What up, sure. stoners? <laughs> Kyle Bodie, I will give you a dollar if you say that in the intro of one of your podcasts. Like, What's up, stoners? Will... It's your boy, Kyle B. <laughs> I will absolutely Patreon Schemes and Stones if Kyle Stone says that. <laughs> yes. Kyle Stones, What's I will my personally stoners? hand you $10. That's 11 whole dollars. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, oh I, my headphones, oh, your headphones fell, off. fell off. I'm sorry. Oh, Ed. goodness. We are this this loud and belligerent. Oh, it's, Constantly, it's, it's all fun. the time. I'm, I'm very used to it. Ed fits right in. I can okay. already tell. Well, thank God I'm actually recording. And- <laughs> And that's that's not just Bayou Bias. Yes, no, it's totally not. Bias. Okay. Bios. Let's finally do this. Starting the clock now. All right, first topic. This one was from me, so I think everything else is from other people. Probably. Uh, most, no, I have another one. I know I didn't suggest anything this time because someone <coughs> didn't ask me. Nate. <laughs> yes, hi. Be nice to my wife. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Victoria. I'll think to ask next time. I offer so many topics. We're wasting clock time here. All right. First topic. Now that Malifaux is officially a sports ball game, 
ha ha. This is kind of the t- the idea that we came up with talking about corrupted ley lines, that it's very, like, teamwork-oriented, and you basically have a ball that you need to go into different goal areas. and uh, the ball. Yeah, and there's a, there's Tony the Tiger and all that other stuff, so it's obviously a sport. Corrupted, corrupted ley lines is a sport. That has got us thinking about sports. So, pick a keyword. That keyword is now a sports ball team. What is their sport? What's the mascot? What are their colors? And what are they known for? I'm starting, because I own this podcast more than the rest of you. <laughs> Hi, I'm nothing. Doug. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, the MNSU keyword, because uh, this is my one I get every podcast. I get to mention Tony. And they Epic are... surprise. They're going to be a hockey team. Of course. Yeah, of course. fair. Of course. Their colors are going to be black and blue, because that's a joke. <laughs> ha! And uh, going going, th- <laughs> going through this, I noticed that some of you took Mascot to be a character from Malifaux, and I and I think Victoria took it as like an actual like sports mascot, the, the thing I you named d- after. I did not. Uh, well, these. I used characters. Oh, that's the team name. Yeah. Team okay. I did, team I did name, one, right? Mascot, that sort of thing. Okay. And this is like the... Almost like this has this has absolutely nothing to do with with ice or hockey or whatnot. It's just a t- another you know dumb Tony joke. But these are going to be the porcupines, maybe the fighting porcupines. Yes, the fighting porcupines. Yeah, the fighting porcupines. It's better. The MNSU keyword is the fighting porcupi- porcupines, and they are known for basically being a, an entire team full of goons. They don't really like score at all or anything. They just get into <laughs> fights. They Stop are, changing fact, the show notes. In fact, they are so so just awful at fights that uh, they are the only team to actually have no one on the ice because everyone else is in the penalty box. <laughs> nice. Okay. Beautiful. Victoria. Oh, I'm second. Okay. Um, I went with Forgotten because clearly I did. I don't yeah. have a favorite. Um, and <laughs> I've decided that really the only sport Molly would probably be that into is the Pillow Fighting League. Oh shit! <laughs> I feel like she. I, I feel like she's in it to have fun, and everyone else yep. in the keyword is just literally murdering people. Yep, that seems right. <laughs> God, Archie's Archie just has got like a, three a pillowcase full of bricks. bricks. <laughs> it's just a pillowcase full of bricks. Seems right. And God bless you if you get hit by that. <laughs> <laughs> they flurry for. It. <laughs> uh, their team colors are yellow and pink because, of course, they are. Yeah. Um, their team name is the Hooligans. Philip asks at Axe's Axe. Wow. As their mascot, and they're known for their charming hats. Yay! Aww. And you know, not the brutal murder <laughs> or anything. Not the brutal murder. The fact they're allowed to have no. a pillowcase full of bricks and another pillowcase Listen, full of ice cream. The fact that all one of Archie their... is known for now is the hat, so it's fine. <laughs> The fact that they have a person on their team that technically has three arms. Uh, yeah, no. It's the hats. Like, it's very controversial. If you count the, the tentacle, uh, that's four arms. Oh, he it's does. very yeah, controversial right, in the pillow fighting meta. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God they don't have Kolodi anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you can't animate the think, pillows. That's not fair. I don't think Kolodi would be into pillow fighting. Just gonna. I mean, he'd be really good at it. Sure, but I don't think he'd be into it. He likes hey murdering man, whatever, children too much. Whatever pays the bills. Hey, Pee-wee you football. can murder a kid. <laughs> and then he puts those children's minds into puppets. <laughs> so the children still want a pillow fight. 
Oh, okay, let's move on. Roman's not joining us, although he was planning on joining us, so he has his answers here. I'm going to go to repeat it real quick. Roman will with a December keyword. He's going to say they're a curling team because he's lazy like that, not going with <laughs> sand volleyball, which is the obvious answer. Which is clearly... <laughs> yeah. They're, they're going to be ice blue and glacial purple, which I'm assuming are Gatorade Harder. flavors. <laughs> I think those are yes. Gatorade flavors. Roman, try they are, harder. They are at least very close to Gatorade flavors. <laughs> I'm picturing them now. Uh, the ice golem is the mascot and star player uh, with, a, with a pair of silent ones. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, just, you only have so many people who can fit on a team. And they are known for eating extra rare steak after each match. Extra rare. Extra rare. Yeah, that's what the fans do every time they win a, a match, a game. They just called, throw steaks onto a, the field. It's called a what? Excuse me, it's called blue rare. Is is that like, like instead oh. of throwing bouquets of flowers, they just throw meat? Yeah, they yeah. just toss Mis- meat. Mysterious meat onto the ice. <laughs> meat they toss. Just, <laughs> they just give them a hand. Nate, what do you got? All right, so I went with the fry core because there's a there's there's a sport going around, and I I beseech you all look this up on YouTube. It's called headis. It's basically table tennis and soccer. Or football, as as the non-Americans would call it, where you're you're basically bouncing a soccer ball off of a table tennis table with your head. Um, so I figure uh, Von Schill's going to get into this real hard. So uh, recreational concussion is yeah, what I'm hearing. Basically, yeah, you're like bashing your head into a soccer ball repeatedly, and you know, <laughs> okay. trying to play extreme ping pong. Slightly more dangerous bullet. <laughs> you know, I think you. <laughs> You could mix in the bullet rules. I think, I think really to create really the most the most Malifaux version of this game is to add bullet into the mix and you've got it. You know who'd be really good at this? Big Brain Bryn. Oh, absolutely. That's cheating. I don't know, though. Nate he might have like a core, though. Yeah. That, but again, they're looking more, for more competition because right now it's just the Fry Core. <laughs> they um, just play so their each team other. Name, yeah, their team name is the, the Freehold Firehawks. Okay. And what they do is before every match, which really just matches are just practice matches right now because there are no other teams, uh, they release actual hawks and then the the uh, the Draken Trooper just lights them on fire. <laughs> okay. And uh, then their mascot is um, Hannah's mech suit is just animated on its own and they give it some pom-poms and a little skirt and it's a cheerleader. Beautiful. And there were no yeah. survivors. <laughs> yeah. There were no survivors. But, but this is legitimately a sport uh, very popular in Germany. I beseech you to look it up on YouTube. It is <laughs> it's something sounds... quite, quite the spectacle. That sounds like a thing the Germans would do. Yeah. Yes. It, is, it is about as German as a sport can get. <laughs> I was expecting to be in one of those weird Celtic sports. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. That sounds like a Russian sport to me. But Maybe. Well, just, maybe just, that's where the competition Russians, comes up. Just Russians by... don't play team sports because there is no you or me there is only us good point, good point. the problem is it's played inside so they can't uh they can't pull their car up to use the dash cam to record <laughs> that's that's true they have no other method of recording boy oh boy are we getting sidetracked i wow. want to actually get through a few of these so ed please <laughs> continue <clears throat> okay someone had to be the so- chatty one Yes, somebody had to be the chatty one. And speaking of chatty, I had the infamous keyword, and they are the gridiron skeeters playing American football. Originally, I was going to have them play basketball and not know what a gridiron was, but I decided. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! 
So their colors are yellow and black because, you know, I don't know, I'm, I'm uncreative like that, and those are just good cap colors. Their, their mascot is Earl because he doesn't fit with the rest of them. I mean, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. So he's uh, just in a pink onesie on the sidelines, and um, he's just, like, droopy-faced the whole time. So he's, like, their cheerleader, <laughs> but he only claps when a gremlin dies. <laughs> <laughs> now, feel- when you say a onesie, mm-hmm. my question becomes, do you mean, like, the pajama onesies? Do you mean, like, a full-grown adult woman onesie? Do you mean a baby onesie? What's... Do you mean a leotard? I, I meant the pajama onesies, but honestly, just let your imagination do the talking. <laughs> all of I'm them. Thinking... forced to wear all of them at once. <laughs> all of them at the same time. I'm thinking Zip bought a uh, a bunny uh, pajamas off of Dreamer at one point. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, God. I I have a feeling Earl is, like, attempting to escape during the entirety of the game, and Zip is managing to both drag his ass back and and play. play, Kind of. I mean, is honestly Zip really trying to win at this point? Or he's just happy people are staring at him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, honestly, like, (laughs) their entire thing is just showboating. Their entire game plan is pick pick up the football, fly over to the goal, and just chuck it through. They may not have won, but goddamn, did they look good not winning. Exactly. <laughs> they won in our hearts. Okay, let's go around one more time. Um, Doug is... He's got the honeypot Hi, keyword. Doug. Hi, I'm Doug. Uh, I got the honeypot keyword because this one was uh, just too easy of a joke to pass up. So they're going to be a baseball team. Uh, and their colors are going to be light purple and dark purple because I felt uncreative. Uh-huh. They are the purple tadpoles. Those are the two best colors. <laughs> Ugh. Purple tadpoles. Oh, that purple. color combination is disgusting. I love it. <laughs> They're the purple tadpoles because it's uh, it's a lovely Tui reference to obviously the greatest version of Huggy we've ever had. Oh, you mean the just, sperm just one? Dead, just dead silence. <laughs> just dead silence. And they are known for cheating. Of course. At baseball. No. That's not topical or anything. I didn't call them the Astros at least. Oof. Oh, I was gonna say, did I miss something? Because I don't, yeah. I don't sports ball. I don't sports ball either, so I'm just like, oh, okay. I, I work next to people who sports ball. Ah, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Honestly, it was so originally it was secondhand just, sports ball. Yeah, it was originally just I a that causes joke. cancer. I, I don't know. I've been, I've been just hearing shit about the Astros. I don't sports ball either, but like, I've seen things. It's gonna be hilarious if I got the team wrong and I'm just shit talking the Astros for no reason. <laughs> well, technically. Mm, and no, like, the Astros still exist. No. Yes, I know yes. they exist. Anyways, sorry. Uh, it's mostly mostly just going to be juicing and you know paying off the umpires and oh, possibly man. getting the center fielder addicted to brilliance so that he can give you the <laughs> the pitcher's sig- the signals the catcher gives to the pitcher, <laughs> and then you know Huggy just whispers it into your ear through a buzzer taped to your chest. Oh. I mean, like, Kitty Dumont could just walk across the bases and nobody would notice. Yeah, it's not. How do you tag her? keep (laughs) scoring. How do you tag Kitty? You can't even touch her. (laughs) It's not fair. Okay, Victoria. Hey, yo. Hopping off the back of that. No, Lynch isn't in. Never born anymore. Not anymore. Nope. (sighs) I'm not used to this yet. Uh, So I picked the nightmare keyword. And clearly they play cricket. Yeah. There's no other option. I mean, Dreamer's a good British boy. Exactly. Dream- Dreamer's the only one that, like, knows cricket, and I'm sure he's just sort of... He makes up the rules gen- as he Gently modified the rules. <laughs> gently. Wait, wait. Do you, think, do you think that's how Dreamer gained his power? By actually understanding the rules to cricket? 
Yes. Yes. That is a that is a magical ability. <laughs> Anyhow. No wonder no one has superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this team colors are black and purple because I'm not creative. Uh, team name is the Night Terrors. Is Molly really upset by this? <laughs> she is. She's extremely She's upset. Actually, suing them for IP. Yeah, ongoing lawsuit. <laughs> exactly. Their mascot is Capellius because, of course, it is. And the team is. I um, see. Nah. Oh shit! <laughs> that was like a full seconds, two seconds before everyone else got it. It's like it's like Roman's still here with us. <laughs> And their team is known for their excessive candy consumption because I figured that just seems like a thing. Poor candy. Oh. <laughs> and then Dreamer joined the cult of December. How gross. Uh, R- Roman. Ro- Roman. Roman. Hi, I'm Roman. I, I'm, I'm... <laughs> this is what I sound like. Spot on. That is perfect. That is a perfect impression of Roman. I can barely tell the difference. There will be no offense later. <laughs> oh, Roman's puns and Doug's impression, we have a Roman. <laughs> okay, Roman has the horsemen down, and they, they play polo. Because, of course. Yeah, because, of course. Fair. Surprisingly enough, you know, he doesn't have it written in here, but I know Roman, so he's actually referring to water polo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Well, that's a twist. Yes. You'd be they surprised. ride seahorses. Yes, but they're actually very, very good swimmers. Especially Mech Rider, despite being covered in metal. Well, that's the unfair advantage. It just kind of sits at the bottom of the pool and doesn't, doesn't have need to breathe or anything. <laughs> uh, the fire's no- a bit problematic. Yeah, they, they are known as the End Times. Uh, they are black and gold. Black being a very popular color in these teams. And uh, I guess their, their mascot is a globe that's on fire? Yeah, fair. Okay. It's the end of the world. Thanks, Roman. Hey, Nate. As we know it. Hey, it's me. Your second one. So I, I took a bit of a departure on this one. Yeah. Uh, with Captain Dashiell on the guard. Uh-huh. Um, so instead of a sports ball team, you know, we got all these people showing up to do corrupted ley lines, and it's basically a sports ball game. Uh, so we need, like, the army band. So Dashiell is conducting the, uh, the marching band that's going to show up to all these games. That's oh. basically the whole concept. Ah, uh, that's a lot of yelling. That's a lot, that's a lot of faceless yeah. people. Yeah, that is a very angry band conductor, like <laughs> trying to deal with a bunch of inept, like like the the basic guardsmen are probably yeah. just trumpet players. No, I've, to... seen, I've seen Whiplash. I know how this goes. <laughs> how do you conduct a bunch of dead people? Oh, very oh, no. enthusiastically. Anyways, hey Ed, you're last. Hi, hi Ed. Okay. Hi. Hi, I'm Ed. So I have the Victorias, uh, just as themselves, because they're doing the tennis doubles. Beautiful. So they are the entire team. Um, they are the Slice and Serves. <laughs> they yeah. have, their, their logo is like two bloody tennis rackets, just like swinging across each other in red and blue. You know, you got to get that whole duality aspect of them. And they're known for being like so perfectly in sync that they literally mirror each other, like in the me games. Where if one person jumps sideways, the other one jumps sideways, even if there's no ball there. <laughs> oh, man. Beautiful. That'd actually be a very difficult way to play tennis. That'd be so hard. <laughs> It'd be extremely difficult. But the, just the coverage. It's amazing. <laughs> it's also the most dressed the Victorias have ever been. Yes. Oh. Hey. Oof. hey, the three E sculpts. Uh, okay. No, he's, he's, t- he's talking like full-on business suits. 
they really, they, <laughs> they're playing tennis. They really so did not understand what, how, how tennis works. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we play well, tennis. All right. right. Let's not discount at least one of the Easter sculpts where it's just mm-hmm. a full bunny suit. Yeah. True. Okay. I was I was going to ask you for for a good Victoria uh, tennis scream there, Ed. But if you don't want to do that, we can move on. I'm sorry, my my computer crashed for a second there. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I was going to ask you for uh, your your rendition of a Victoria tennis scream, but uh, only if you want to, we can move on. Okay, let me warn the people behind me. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, I thought that was the tennis scream. No, that was that was me. It's not a bad tennis scream. My tailbone stole. Okay. Okay. I'm back. <clears throat> Moving on. Um, question, uh, topic number two. What's a good crew or pair of crews? And I think everyone went with a pair of crews on this. What's a good pair of crews for demoing the game? All right. Roman is uh, up first. And Roman says that Karis versus Seamus would be a good pair for demoing the game. Yeah, I can see that. Um, definitely yeah. two different kinds of play styles, two different kinds of uh, really themes going on here. Um, Karis is a bit compli- on the complicated side. Here, here me being like actually objecting, which was uh, the original intent of this this format is for people to actually argue about stuff. But no, no, that's cool. I, I like both of those. So Nate, you can actually explain yours. I went with Ma and Lady Justice. I think I think that'd be an interesting way to start a couple players off. Like you have guilds, so you have decent ranged options. So both crews have ranged options, but the masters are just going in hard and thick. Hard Sword thick. versus spoon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm getting bothered just thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, you should. Question, though. Does Lady yeah. Justice have a little spoon, too? Oh, I oh, mean, she should. My, I think it would be even better if she had the fork. Just <laughs> scrap scrap the scales of justice. We just need a tiny version of Lady Justice with a smaller sword. Like yes. a, a not-as-great yes. a, a not sword. Little Justice. Not-so-great sword. Not yeah. so great Why sword. are we not trying so to sword. give Lady Justice a copycat killer? Yeah, because basically. No, that's exactly. <laughs> no, it's what a I little want. lass. It's a little lass. A little lady, if you will. Exactly. A little lady. Okay. Oh my god, that works so well. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Good with yeah. This. Tucket, lady Justice, the little lass, the little lady, and the little lady has a not so great sword. Ed, you also <laughs> you also like Bayou. I do like Bayou. So I went with um, Ophelia versus Molly. For actual, like, legitimate reasons, I think they actually work very well against each other. None of them counters one another too hard, but they also have, like, game plans against each other if they wanted. So you get to see things like the Night Terrors, because they offer concealing. You get to see, like, a an elite-esque crew that does some shooting, and then a mostly melee-based crew that does some controlling and scheming. This is actually very well thought out and probably not appropriate for the podcast, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Ed... <laughs> But what? Nobody likes Nate Terrors. They're garbage, apparently. What? <laughs> what? What? Okay. What? I don't know. No. I'm just I'm just vocalizing the internet. Yeah. I actually think they're both really good keywords for new players, though. Fair. Molly specifically to play against and for because you really learn what an action is. Like, yeah. you can't take the same action over and over again. You learn all the tactical actions. You learn a lot of the rules of the game just by playing Molly. And Ophelia gets around that really well. With all the upgrades. She like, does, she exactly. Just doesn't, doesn't have to take the same gun action twice. And all the young Laquad just die. Yeah. Yay! Perfect. <laughs> Beautiful. Or just 
walk and hand Ophelia an upgrade. Children are the worst. <laughs> no, children are the best. I'm going next. And yeah. I didn't think too terribly uh, hard about this. It was mostly a case of, hey, who seems relatively simple and what seems like a good like theme versus theme? And I decided that I would go with Hoffman versus the Victorias because... If you wa- someone walks up to your game and you're like, they're like, oh, well, what you playing? You can be like robots versus cowboy samurai. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that'll get them. And they're they're relatively yeah, different yeah. play styles, so maybe I did put a little thought into this. You got you know the, the Hoff ball, which still exists, versus you know uh, dodgy stabby shooty in the Victorian. Usually, usually the only thing that draws more interest is undead hunters. Uh, but we don't have any of those in this game. Or moonshine. Moonshine draws a lot of interest. That's uh, true. If you're just playing drunk off your ass <laughs> in your local game store, they let you do Wait, that. Man. That's not how you're supposed to do it. It's it's oh, it's I in theme. It's very it's very Malifaux-ish. Hey Victoria, I need to play more at home. <laughs> I'm Victoria. What you got? Uh, I have Nekima versus Perdita. Ooh, classic ish. Ish, yeah. Classic ish. Classic ish. A new classic. Is that anything like New Coke? Why'd you pick those yeah. two? It just seemed like they're both fairly simple masters, so you basically get the chance to learn the rules. You don't have to mess around with lots of fiddly, schemey stuff, I guess. Yeah, fuck scheming. Just kill each other. Exactly. Yeah. That's the entire point of this game, right? everyone is is dead. This is the murder game. (laughs) Schemes and Stones has been renamed to just Stones. I'm going to be searching my podcaster immediately for stones. When when Kyle finally just uh, engulfs Brian and, you know, (laughs) absorbs his energy and becomes the one true podcaster. Just stones. I don't know. It's going to be a final battle between between stones and and, and Craig over there. Mm. I'm going to avoid that fight by doing this garbage kind of... (laughs) I'm just leaving this garbage... Yeah, okay, yeah, anyways, and the Kima versus Pertina, yeah. No, actually, that's that's great. And then, you know, you can get all the creepy grognards and be like, hey, what you playing? Oh, um, hot, sexy demon lady versus hot, sexy cowboy. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Hot, sexy 14-year-old cowboy. She's not 14. 15. Perdita's not 15 either. Oh, she started yeah. when she was 15, but, like, if that was at the opening of the breach, then she'd be in her mid-20s. Yeah. Okay, fair. This also, honorable mention to, um, you get to say Spanish words. Yes. True. <clears throat> you get to thoroughly butcher Spanish words. Yeah, you can just you can just hire um fuck. That's famous keyword. No, like IRL, you can just hire um the song guys. God damn it! Why can I not think of the word? The crossword seven. Boys. No, she means we, in real life. We constantly reference them at. Uh, in our Through the Breach game with you and my parents. I don't know oh, your parents. Oh, crap. Oh, no, I, no, I can't think. Let's take on me. Wait, hold on. No, it's not aha. Uh-huh. It's the ban uh-huh. Oh, no. No, at the Mexican restaurant where you got the fucking fishbowl margarita. Oh, the mariachi band? Yes, mariachi. Thank you. You can just hire oh. a mariachi band to play at your game. That was a That's, long way oh to my get God. the mariachi. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Lady, I, not Lady Justice, Perdita. The family keyword needs mariachis. Yes. Battle mariachis. Battle mariachis. Tell me me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. Oh, Antonio Banderas from the Desperado Trilogy. (laughs) Yes. Well, I like this idea. Weird, give it to me. 
My, my Spanish heritage is screaming. Is it screaming in Spanish, though? It is. Cool. It is. <laughs> topic number three. Very welcome. Shut up. Topic number three. How many keywords do you feel it takes to cover the schemes and strats? This is this is this actually requires some thinking. You're the thinking guy, Ed. What do you got for us? Yes, because I'm big brain. Uh, I actually so I'm torn between two and three. I I went with two plus versatile because as long as you have like a killy and a schemey, you should be fine for for at least this current the GG one schemes and strats. But I really would say three. Like actually going to a new player, I would say three is probably better. Just because it dep- it wildly varies on which faction you're playing for your versatiles. So it might not cover all your bases. Fair. Yeah. Nate. I'm I'm basically in the same ballpark, like and it depends on how how competitive you're looking to be, or again which faction you're in. Like one or two is uh, two especially is usually gonna be fine as long as you have like yeah, you're your murder keyword and your schemey keyword and some versatile models, you can usually be be able to limp through most games even. But three is probably that point you're gonna be comfortable. It really just kinda of depends. But yeah, I think I think yeah, that two point five is like that perfect balance depending on what what faction you're in, realistically. Yeah, because you have you have like the, the one keyword that you specialize in like killing, you got the one that you specialize in scheming, and the one that you just tax in because it's so good. Yeah, or again, the the summoner, killy, schemy, summoner. Like that's that's kind of the three main functions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with three because I want to. Numbers. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and sort of say that you guys have it slightly off. And I think there, at this point, there's basically four different sort of archetypes. And a lot of masters, a lot of keywords are combinations of archetypes in some way. But you have you have Kelly, which you, you which you got. Uh, you mm-hmm. have Speedy, which yeah. you know used for for scheming and other stuff. But I I, I want to say schemey is more of like being able to do things outside of what a normal person with normal AP would be able to do. And so, actually, you got Speedy, you got Killy, and with um, GG Season 1, I think those are sort of the priority ones at this point. <clears throat> but then you have yeah. Schemey, which is another archetype, which can be sort of like your Trixie. I think Schemey slash Trixie is a, is a good way to sort of explain it. And then... So, yeah, Ma likes that explanation. And then... The, and, sorry, what? The problem is, as Bayou players, we're blessed with Zip, who is Speedy and Schemey. And Chatty. And Chatty. Yep, and then uh, number four would be denial. Denial in some way of yeah. either oh, like so deny, deny scheming so or deny killing. Or both. So anyways, yes, three. I think three of those four real archetypes is going to cover all of your bases. But again, there are still some, some masters that can probably do so well that uh, you don't need four. I mean, don't need three, but I would say three. Uh, Victoria, what do you think? I don't do meta. Uh, I'm okay, not, I'm Roman, what do you think? Hey. Oh. I'm not crunchy in any way, so I'm going to say eight, because if you don't own your entire faction, what even are you doing? Yeah. No, this is this is actually the answer I agree with the most. <laughs> As someone who owns, like, 80% of this game. Oh, nice. I, uh, 80% wow. of this game. I, I'm, That's a I, lot I feel, of models. It's got that no kid I, Yeah, basically. <laughs> I, I, I feel almost bad about how much I own, but... And, almost. 
let's not even look at the shame pile that still needs to be painted. Right. Yeah, it's the ratio of like how much you own versus how much you painted that de- determines your shame. I I think I have more painted than I own, or like majority That's painted old. of what I own. Okay. <laughs> Now let's go back to the you have more painted than you own because you've no, just admitted to stealing stuff. <laughs> Roman, edit that out. Okay. Uh, wait, no, Roman, no, before just, you edit that he out. He sneaks what? into other people's houses and paints their models. <laughs> Hush. What, what do you think, Roman? What do you think? Oh, I think no, one look. is just fine if you got good versatile models, but three if you feel comfortable about it. <laughs> oh, whoa, Roman, geez, you must have gotten sick or something you feel right. Oh, I, I'm okay. Oh, okay, God, he's Roman. got the corona. He's got the corona. Thank goodness he's you, you can't pass the corona onto other people through the internet. Yeah. Yet. Now let's Yet. I wanna go I wanna go back for half a second. I have painted someone's model because I got pissed off that it wasn't painted. <laughs> that's the best reason. That's that's amazing. Shout out yeah. shout out to Jake. Hi Jake. Just out of spite. Not painting any more of your bullshit. Hey hey Jake. <laughs> hey Jake, I'll say it because long? uh I I will say it because Nate won't well, you're you're pathetic. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. Is that Jake the oh. one who sent you Rollins? Probably. Yeah, that's Jake. That's why I know that's I can Jake. say it. <laughs> Thank you for Rollins, Black Jake, but you're fucking he, sick. He, <laughs> he loves that Wong crew. Like, he hasn't really played Wong, but he absolutely adores those. Oh, great. Awesome. I'm glad he likes them. Okay. Number four. Topic four. Topic four. What character has the most embarrassing secret hobby? Ooh, now we're getting to the Ooh. fluff stuff. Victoria, you're going to lead the charge here. Woo! Something that I actually, like, I'm good at. I feel like Joss secretly does embroidery. Oh, yeah. He's, like, really good at it, too, given that he has that one metal arm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very dexterous. <laughs> He's just got a needle machine. built in his... <laughs> so, does he just, like, like, like embroider sweet nothings to his lost, lo- his lost love rhinos, or... Oh. oh, no, he makes, uh, he makes couch cushions. <laughs> And they say shit like, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. He sends, uh, he sends Ramos, like, those little, like, things you put on the wall that are still, like, in the embroidery the circle. Hoops. And it says, like, get out soon. <laughs> the embroidery hoops. They're, like, filled to the brim with metal <laughs> files, but Ramos likes them too much to destroy them. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Or Joss doesn't know that they, like, actually screen what you send in, so, like, the files are, like, still on the back of it, but, like, the guards take it out before they put it in Ramos's room, and Ramos just, like, <coughs> is constantly facepalming every time he gets one. <laughs> so or it just Joss. says, like, it, it actually has, like, written on it in, like, a little tiny embroider, like, literally, like, a millimeter large, like, I have included secret instructions for how to escape. <laughs> He sends, oh, no, it's even better. He sends in, like, news reports of what's going on with uh, the Union and the Arcanists. He, just so, like, sends, he sends in embroidered, detailed notes on what's going on. <laughs> like, Karis blew up a guild building. That was pretty cool. And Ramos is like, good on her. <laughs> good for her. Had a girl. As a, as, I'm glad she's getting out of her feelings. As a guild guard just across the face. <laughs> <clears throat> he deserves it. Hey, uh, Roman, what, what what do you got here? Uh, Roman thinks that McCabe is really good at sleight of hand magic. And it's yeah, sad because he, he can't impress anyone with it because, you know, <clears throat> real magic exists. <laughs> like, what, yeah, what, what, what's so great somebody's about, you know... In here. Somebody's in here correcting Roman's spell. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. 
Okay. Well, it ain't me. Hey, neat. Nate. Neat. Yeah, it's me. Neat. So, speaking of McCabe and some sleight of hand magic, here's my thought. While McCabe was within with the guild, he included, um, he found some, some soul stones from the Ten Thunders and was able to slip him into a peacekeeper or two. So now they have this in-depth, deep knowledge about Japanese tea ceremonies. <laughs> so, like, he knows that if he's being chased down by the guild, he can just lay out a tea set, like a traditional Japanese tea set, and the peacekeepers will be like, oh, God, ceremony time. And they'll just sit down and start the ceremony, and the guard will be just like, Beautiful. come on. I'm trying to catch this escaped criminal. And they're like, no, hold on. This takes, like, an hour at least. But my honor. My honor. Yeah, my honor. <laughs> my honor. And, like, Hoffman hasn't noticed yet, somehow. <laughs> Hoffman thinks it's hilarious. He just does it at parties sometimes. You know? Yeah. Like, Hoffman, Hoffman found it, pointed it out to um, Tony, because he's Arcanist now. And Tony's like, no, yeah, leave that in there. We're going to take notes of that. Just A+. Plus. Like, it's, it's like, how do we know which one's the spy? Oh, it's the one that bows when you pass it. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm... I'm, I'm like, Mental image here. <clears throat> We're gonna mm-hmm. go to Looney Tunes land. So McCabe, yeah. like, and his pile of stuff he has on his horse or whatever. Hold on. We're just now yeah. going to Looney Tunes yes. land? Uh, he's, he's just got, got it like, in his sack. He's, he's got this just, like, rolled blanket on there, yeah. and he's like, oh, that's for emergencies. Oh, that's for emergencies. Oh, don't touch that. It's for emergencies. <laughs> and, like, he's, like, three peacekeepers are bearing down on me. He's like, give yeah. me the emergency. Sadir's like, Sadir's like, dude, what could this be for? <laughs> We've been in like fifteen emergencies. <laughs> what is it for? Give me like, the emergency blanket. And trust me, when it happens, you'll know. He hands him the emergency blanket, and he just like unclips it, and then just flings it open like a tablecloth, and it's a fully full tea set, like completely f- somehow flattened down to a couple molecules. Just pops up. The tea is hot and everything, and just beautifully no. arranged flowers. Oh, just now that any of the peacekeepers just stop, you know, protocols and all that. Yeah, like it has to. It has to do the whole thing. And if oh. someone messes it up, we're restarting it, boys. <laughs> okay, Ed. Yes. After dealing with that. I, I thought that was great. Please bring us back right. down to Earth, will you? <laughs> okay, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> Good. Um, Good. Okay, so I have a summer teeth, you know, your your your. Shotgun dentist, the good and one. and his dollies. No, no, you're so, the shotgun dentist. Summer is not like motivated uh, enough to be a dentist. He can yeah, be an optometrist. They've proven that he can be an optometrist, but yes, not a dentist. <laughs> not a dentist. Okay, so so Summer has his ideas of how the world should be run and all of Gremlin world. So he has like little tiny things that he purchased from from Zoraida that are just like tiny little like Bayou characters, so it's you know, all the masters, all the other guys, and he just has these giant wargaming tables with them. Oh no. And he just pushes them around like oh yeah, and this is when I, I do this. Oh thing. god. <laughs> I'm feeling awfully targeted right now. <laughs> <laughs> so like you'll hear him like monologuing like Oh yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this scheme and no one's gonna stop me. <laughs> and, uh. and then he and then he and he goes like no, you're not going to do that, <laughs> says Ma Tucket. <laughs> no, I'm going to totally do this, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. Friend for murder, ha <laughs> ha And then, And then Lenny busts in and is like, No, sir, I didn't see you playing with your dollies again. <laughs> he said, Don't you knock! <laughs> yes, yes. Lenny, what did I tell you? They're action figures! 
<laughs> <laughs> so um so he's got these four uh the four riders right so he has yeah. uh his little horsemen yes beautiful yes yes they're, they're they're tiny though he couldn't find like any appropriate like proxies that wouldn't bend so they're just like little seahorses mm, gotcha <laughs> better for the water polo yes better for the water polo perfect <laughs> all right doug oh Hey, um, this one is going to be real short because it's just a dumb joke. Um, so I decided, like, what would be the most embarrassing thing for that person to admit that they do? And everyone knows that, like, the most stuck-up son of a bitch with the most beautiful wig is Lucius Gustavius Fitzwilliams Matheson uh, Esquire. I'm probably missing a couple middle names there, but I'm glad I remembered that many. I think that's most of them. That's uh, most yeah, of them. Yeah, he was, like, the third, isn't he? Anyways, uh, so this is very, very simple. Lucius, you know, deep, dark, in the in the middle of the night, running out into the town to, you know, do his secret hobby that he's so embarrassed of that no one can see him doing it. And what, what, what Lucius likes to do, that is like the most awful fucking thing. Because if, if, if he was ever caught, it would be such a scandal. Such a scandal. The governor's secretary doing manual labor. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I just imagine him hitting the gym. Boys, gotta get them gains. Swole as hell. Yeah, gotta get them gains. He's still got the mask and the wig on, but he's just like, okay. The no. shirt comes off and everything. Can you imagine the guard like gym, like where where they all work out and practice? Guards and, gym. And Lucius walks in. Oh God. And like all the guardsmen go, oh fuck, time to go. Nope, not dealing with this right now. <laughs> Lucius would be like the ugly grunter, too. Yeah. And he just looks at him like, no, no. Stay, please. (laughs) Observe (laughs) my games. (laughs) It's just like a very, very posh version of that scene from Unbreakable. (laughs) Somebody pass the protein powder. That's all the weights we have. (laughs) Go get more. Oh, he's just—he's oh, no. mopping off sweat from the mask, like there's somehow sweat on the. Outside. Oh no! <laughs> no, there's or definitely like, sweat on the outside of the mask. Oh no! Like he—he he gets real sweaty and he takes the mask off, and everyone in oh, the, the, the gym is like, ah! Just like five guardsmen die. <laughs> yeah, they just have instantaneous heart attacks. Someone runs in. What was it? They were enamored with my muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with that excuse. They. They. Didn't even lift, bro. <laughs> so I have this real quick. I have this this personal theory that I think weird is going to pull on all, on all of us. Uh-huh. Yes. And I what I like what I think is going to happen is is they're finally going to be like they're going to tease us with what's under Lucius's mask. We're finally going to reveal it, and we get to the end of the story, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest story of all time." What's under Lucius's mask? Is he horrific? Is he insanely beautiful? Uh, what 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 is it? Is it is it Chuck Testa? Is it? <laughs> Just so and they find out. We find out. We find out. He was never. It was wearing, me, Dio. He was never wearing a mask. <laughs> oh God! He was never wearing a mask. The mask was his face the entire time. Oh God! Uh, or he could oh, be no. Dio, I guess. Or he could be. Holy Dio. shit! Uh, it was Dio the whole time. But who's JoJo? Agent forty-six. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Okay. Enough. Fair. Um. All right. Topic number five. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be this the one, one. I'm best at. <laughs> Yay! Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, patrons, patrons, patronagers, 
for giving us this blessing. Which pairs uh, patronizers? Which, which which pairs would make the best unexpected power couples? Oh yes. And actually, I'm going to go last because I technically have two people's responses here. So actually, Victoria, you're going to go first. Oh, I'm going... Okay, that's fine with me. Um, I have decided that McMorning and Sandeep would be a fantastic Beautiful. power couple. How? Yep. What? Poison. No, I see it. Oh. Also, like, they're both really into learning stuff. McMorning is just slightly more unhinged about it. He's just got a different style of learning. Yeah. Exactly. He's, you know, he, he's it willing involves to, killing people. He's willing to learn anything. Exactly. Whereas, you know, Sandeep, sorry, my brain just turned off for a second there. Sandeep is really, really limited by, you know, his morals and all that other shit. But oh, yeah. really. Ethics. Who needs them? Yeah. The morning like, allows him to push those buttons. He's the, he's the corrupter in this relationship. Yeah, I feel Tip like... Tip of violation. I don't even know her. I feel like good old Dougie is going to uh, teach Sandeep how to let his hair down a little bit. I was expecting you to say teach him out of Dougie, but okay, fine. Oh, yeah, Doug McMorning just lifts off the turban and suddenly that, that sexy sax starts playing. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Careless Whisper is what you're thinking. Yep, yep that's the one. Now I'm just imagining McMorning like, playing saxophone in various places in Malfo. It's not McMorning, it's Sebastian. He's just there all the time. Yes! <laughs> Sebastian's in the background playing Careless Whisper constantly. Yeah. Now that um, I'm not, like, since I'm not currently playing Bayou, like, McMorning's my favorite Rezzer Master, and we are all up in my territory right now. I love it. Oh, oh. God. This is great. That's my girlfriend's favorite Master, so I'm so used to the Bayou versus McMorning matchup at this point. Awesome. So, yeah, that's my power couple. It's great. I don't have Beautiful. like a lead up to this, but I just I just thought of something that um, kind of disgusts me. Oh, Kudra Go in on. the streets, Bonasuva in the sheets. Oh, ah, disgusting! Oh God, thick. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, when you say Bonasuva, do you mean your Bonasuva? Forearms, yes, forearms and on fire. That and is how I make love. Slap that and ass. just soaked in baby oil. Yes. Yes. Well, that's that's how you're supposed to paint Bonasuva. <laughs> Greasy. Well, Bonasuva's been practicing for the pillow fighting competition. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the only one who can keep up with Archie. <laughs> God damn it. You know who actually is going to win in that pillow fighting contest? Howard Langston. Yes. It's oh, like yeah. seven arms. He's got arms. 11 uh, limbs. He's got so many limbs. He's I mean, like, he's like dragging around, sure. He's, he's got pillows stabbed into the end of his legs. <laughs> it's just it's just a world He's actually of stabbing you, but the pillow hits you, and he's like, it counts! The fucking ref. Ref, how can you let this happen? Uh, pillows? Yeah, he hit, he hit uh, you with the pillow. I don't know what to say. Yeah, no, I'm not going to tell him to stop. <laughs> you yeah, tell him right. to stop. Okay, uh, Nate... So mine is um, two models I often get confused because um, I'm <laughs> stupid. Um, the no mobile argument. toolkit. I don't believe me, honestly. The mobile toolkit and the mechanical attendant. Just two spheres of metallic love ready to get it on. No one, no one can stop them. You combine their powers and they will absolutely fix anything needed to be fixed. They'll fix Malifaux in a day. So I, deep down, I have headcanon that uh, like one of those two spheres is just Goto from Koto Two. Yeah, just no, just, basically. The, 
Have you seen the pointy bits on the mechanical attendant or the the mobile? See, t- yeah, I did it again. Yeah, <laughs> I did it right there. I completely forgot which one was which. Good job. But yes, the mechanical attendant. He's got all kinds of like drill bits and stuff. Like that is halfway between repair. This is for torturing and people. <laughs> what are you talking about? They're from making love. Gross. We're talking about power couples here. Okay, we can't avoid yeah. the subject. Power tools. That's yeah, they have power loop. They're into that. Don't power tokens. <laughs> this is this is ultimately a power couple. They are a power loop. Uh, Just saying. How very okay. very literal. <clears throat> Moving on. Roman says, uh, "Joss and Taylor." Yeah, I can see. Lame. That. Try harder. <laughs> I mean, like he's not here. I get to really value. bash on him. <laughs> hey, Roman, have fun editing this. <laughs> he's not here, so you he can be especially mean. Yeah. Sorry, what was that, Ed? I mean, they have very high strength values. Yes. Um, both have metal they just arms. They miss each other. That is a very swole couple. Oh, goodness. Literal power. Man Literal power. power couple. I feel like instead of like hugging or kissing, they just do the, the fucking handshake from Predator. <laughs> yes! Or, it's, yeah, like... Uh, they just headbutt each other. Full Metal <laughs> Alchemist. You've got... Um, <laughs> Armstrong and the other guy, where they're just latched. Oh, um, um, teacher's, teacher's husband. Yeah, teacher's does he husband. He does. I just don't he remember does, it. He does have a name, but like I can only I can only watch that show once because Gary the Butcher. Break. That's what I'm Gar- going with until I don't think it was the butcher. The butcher was a whole different character in that okay. show. That was Barry the Butcher and Barry the um, Chopper. Barry, you're right. Sorry. Oh yeah, fair. I thought he was a butcher. Teacher's husband? Remember. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was. Let me... Teacher's husband. Doesn't matter. Okay. We know We know exactly the image we're talking about. It's <laughs> two very strong, manly people. Yes, yes, Taylor. Very manly. That's okay. No one minds. Ed! Ed! Oh, God, this one. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> okay, so I have two... They're, they're quickish for both of them. So I have uh, Cooper Jones and the Undercover Reporter. Because it was a love laden, it was a love made in barrel. Uh, that is barely legal. Barely legal. Oof. Get off my um, podcast. Like <laughs> I, I just imagine, like the undercover You're stuck reporter. With me. I just imagine, like the undercover reporter just breaks his barrel and he's like, "Oh my god, what am I going to do? Everyone's going to see me." And the creature <laughs> rolls up with like a whiskey gammon. Oh, <laughs> and he's just like, my, you look so aged." <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? They probably don't even know that each other like like Cooper thinks that he's a gremlin and an undercover reporter thinks that she's a human. Yeah. And they just have no idea. They have no idea what they are under the barrel. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a perfect power <clears throat> Um would that be a shotgun wedding because they'll be looking down the barrel? What else you got? Yeah, I guess I'm the only person who appreciate on the <laughs> <laughs> I only appreciate puns when I'm the one saying them, which I think is how oh, that works. Enough. I think that's how puns are supposed to work, yes. Yeah. Except Roman. He seems to appreciate them in all forms. Yes, and I'm, I guess the spiritual embodiment of him, so. Yes. yes. So, with my whole five seconds of research, uh, teacher's husband is Sig Curtis, mm, and yes. they do, in fact, own a meat shop. Yay, Doug! Okay, fair enough. Good okay. job, Doug. Okay. And the the second couple I have is uh, more, in my eyes, more realistic. And it's the uh, Yoko and Masaki mix. Nice. Yeah, (laughs) extremely. And, uh, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Enthusiasm. (laughs) Enthusiastic. No, I just imagine Masaki, like, 
thinking of how she's going to kill the enemies and like Yoko just sits like over her like wearing a mask and it's like subtleties the greatest blade wow they have to sit there and pretend to be professional while everyone's around and then she right. go away it's like so about the blackmail about the lady with the uh, big pom pom hairs and the fiddle to keep following us around <laughs> <laughs> Lust mm. plays careless whisper on the. Yeah, violin. I do really. I do think they miss an opportunity to have Lust play the saxophone. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Someone, uh, someone, look up. Is there a careless whisper cover for the violin? I there need to is. That. You know there is. I guarantee there is. And if you I'm, need one, I can run and go grab one. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I've got. I've got the internet right here. Let's see who Care. gets it first. Found it. Found it. Dave Cause. Careless whisper. George Michael solo. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Oh, this is good. This is lost. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. We got a podcast just, to make, folks. Hang on, I'll put this there in. Should, uh, there should be a CD of that included with every uh, 07. This is lust. Just whenever uh, you put lust on the table, this is what you hear. No, I can't post that. I don't want to post that to Bolter to Kokoro. What am I doing? Do it anyways. Moving on. Doug. Doug will go with his, and then we'll go with the master herself. Okay, Doug, um, I just, I, this came to me. I'm not sure where the inspiration came from, but I'm liking it more and more than I think about it. It's, it's a bit of a cheat, because one of them is technically not in the game anymore, but I think that uh, a certain someone, a certain Victor Ramos, comes back to Malifaux many years later, when, you know, when people aren't, aren't as, like, infatuated with him. And so he's kind of, like, the odd man out from the MNSU and the Arcanists to the point where he feels like, you know what, I just need to go off and do my own thing. So he takes his posse of people that are still loyal to them and heads out into the wasteland. And what's this? He finds this town that wasn't there before. Freiholt? That's weird. So he shacks up with these people and he finds this other very burly, strong man. And he remembers him before. I'm pretty sure he shot him with lightning at one point. But, but that was then, and that was when he had four fully human limbs. But now... Oh, now. Now he has a metal leg and a metal arm. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> Ramos is fanning oh, himself. Oh, no. So he walks up to this uh, Leopold von Schill and introduces himself. <laughs> and they hit it off right away. And it is. The sparks are flying. And, like, basically, Hannah has to hold von Schill back from ripping his shirt off immediately. I mean, for the Prussian. God damn it. <laughs> all, okay, you know what? Von Schill can't help but tear his shirt off. So. <laughs> I think we're just going to leave it for correction for the Prussian. I can't beat that. You that's win. amazing. Yeah, that's too strong. That is too. I just, I got nothing. I got no response. You win. Good job, sir. My big brain. My big brain. Oh, God. I can't even speak. Brain, <laughs> that good. You, you put too much. You put too much into crushing for the Prussian. <laughs> I okay. did. It's all gone. I'm spent. Oh, I can't. That was everything. Oh, we're podcast done. We have this person on the Discord. By the way, join our Discord. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Go and her name is Monica, and she has her own podcast called Bonus Experience. So go out and listen to her. It's great. But she is, we'll say, she's the Commodore of shipping. Um, <laughs> almost more so than Victoria. Let's be honest here. Yeah, pretty much. And Commodore so I actually, Monica. I actually posed this question to her, and I'm just going to read her words verbatim. Because uh, yeah, it's it's just perfect. I can't I can't beat this. I'm thinking. 
Parker and McCabe, partners in crime, and they both give me big disaster buy energy, which I didn't know was a thing. Victoria, explain disaster buy energy. Oh, it's basically just being chaotic, neutral, and also bisexual. Which is a very, very good explanation for what Parker and McCabe are, uh, assuming they're also called? bisexual. I, I yeah. totally read that very differently from. Oh, okay, but yeah, that's the, that's what that is, and that sounds like. A story I want to read, Parker and McCabe doing shenanigans. Right. Is this oh, the yeah. closest you're going to get to gremlins that aren't gremlins? <laughs> I mean... It's something like no. that, yes. Like, that's that's like Firefly in, in Malifo. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, it really oh, is. I should not really want to listen to that. A like, treasure hunter all, in the boat? All of that, like, that condensed energy that is just Firefly in Malifo. I, I'm going to run with right. that, Ed. It's going to be a treasure hunter and then a treasure hunter in quotes. <laughs> God damn it. Right. <laughs> I mean, they right, might have belonged to someone. I, I don't know. I found a treasure. No. The greatest treasure. Someone. Was you. <laughs> ah! The real treasure was the. Uh... The friends we made along the way. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Oh, goodness. Let's, oh, we've got. we got just a little bit left. Um. Oh, okay. Let's see if we can get through like two more. Is that all right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's try. Right. Let's go with two more. Number six. What master is the biggest scumbag? <laughs> I like this. It's simple. It's nice. Roman says dreamer, and Roman wins. I don't care what else y'all have to say, because the dreamer, <laughs> as we all know, is a teenager. Damn. <laughs> Got him. Let's, let's just ignore the fact that Reva's also, like, a teenager, but she's she's a nice girl. Yeah, but she's right, like... Reva is a sweet girl, and you leave her alone. Yeah. Reva's the, the teenage girl who, like, sits in the back and writes poetry in her notebook. Like, she's not actually bothering one. Revan is like the Sabrina of this of this thing. You don't yeah. know if she's evil or not. You're just like, eh, I mean, maybe. she's a teenager. She's a teenager, so she's evil. But again, not, not bothering anyone. Not, not the not the worst evil. Yeah. <laughs> God. Okay, Ed. <clears throat> okay, so I think that uh, Seamus is the biggest scumbag. I mean, yeah, um, I can see that. Like from a from a legitimate standpoint, but also from the standpoint that like. He had Molly and just didn't treat her good. That's terrible. Oh, that bastard! Must Molly pay. was a cat. It was like kicking a puppy. Yeah, I, seriously. Like I, I, listening to those original fluffs, I was like, "Oh God, you're such you're so mean to her." There are there are two so masters nice in this game. There's two masters in this game that you cannot harm because they are precious and they need protecting. And that is Molly and that is Hoffman. Yes, I agree. I don't know. Anna Lovelace might have something to say about that. <laughs> Anna's a bad lady. Anna's I'm beef just... was with was it Ryle, <laughs> not Hoffman. I mean, not... I mean, have you read the new one? Because she's now down with the uh, fuck Charles the Hoffman sickness. sickness. <sighs> Thank you she is for not the a addition fan. to the show notes. To be fair, he kind of yeah, no fucked problem. up her arm, so I can see where that uh, that came from. Yeah. But admittedly, she is a bitch. So she's a little she's a little upsetty spaghetti with the Charles Hoffman. <laughs> just a little upsetty. <laughs> a little spaghetti. upsetty. Okay. Victoria. Yes. Sorry, did you have anything more to ever? No? Oh, oh, um... No. Okay. Um, Seamus is just an asshole. Yeah, he is. Victoria. Sure, but he's kind of a charming asshole. Um, <clears throat> what is it with women? Well, lucky charms, sure. I don't know what it is with women and Seamus, okay? He's I don't magic- know why so many of us want to play him. Um, he's magically delicious. <laughs> gross. Oh. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> So who do you have it? Who do you have? Oh, oh, okay. Shut up, timer. Um, I have 
have the most obvious and also correct choice. Uh, the biggest scumbag is clearly Leviticus. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Considering how much we, how many pedophile jokes we made the last time we did a Friday Night <laughs> Fun. Oh, God. It was very strong. We were also slightly drunk. I have very strong feelings about Leviticus, and none of them are good. <laughs> fair. All Leviticus wants to do is fill up those hollow waves. Oh god! Oh no! No! Nate, Nate, please change the subject. Yeah. So my thought has nothing to do with children. No, I just. Oh, fair enough. Um, but I decided I'm going with some constructive criticism. Okay. Because Hamlin is a real fucking scumbag. He is, and he could turn all that around if he actually showed some like care and love for all the animals that are in his charge. Yes. I would have a lot more care and respect about Hamlin. And I like playing him. I like Hamlin. Like, as a, as a master in the game. I love Hamlin. But if he was, like... And the, 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 the Nightmare crew kind of fixes this problem with the crazy cat lady. Where if Hamlin was like, you know what? Human lives don't matter to me. But if you touch my fucking dog, I will end you. Yes. Like, that's, that's the actual energy I want from Hamlin. Like, yes. Does not give a... Rat, literal rat's ass about a human body. <laughs> but if you touch a single hair on one of his precious fur babies' heads, he will absolutely destroy you. That's a lot of fur that's, babies. Nick, that, Nick, exactly. A lot of fur babies. That Nick. is the Hamlin I. That is the Hamlin I want. Petition to change rats in the walls to fur babies in the walls. Yes. <laughs> Nix is a good boy, and he deserves better. Exactly. It is real Hamlin hours, and anyone who defies Hamlin will be destroyed. <laughs> Okay, we're up to me, and uh, I just have a bunch of laughter on this one because there's so many options. Right. I didn't go with the obvious one because I'm assuming someone was going to pick up Leviticus. Thank you, Victoria. You are very welcome. Um, I, I was going to go for Nelly. Yeah, I was going to. I was going to bring up my my absolute hatred. Oh, we almost oh. got through the podcast without talking about her. Almost. Almost. A drink. But I'm actually going to go back what to you? the last, the last, uh, the last. Wait, topic were we not supposed to be drinking? <laughs> Shut up. What? What? Oh, he said, were we not supposed to be drinking? Okay. No, we're definitely supposed to be I thought he was making, drinking. like, a joke about us not drinking, which is the dumbest joke. <laughs> okay. So, I'm not going to go with the uh, my personal hat- hatred of Nelly. I'm not going to go with uh, the easy-to-hate Leviticus for, you know, obvious reasons. I'm not even going to talk about Sonia as much as I, I dislike her. What? Yeah, I'm not going to talk. I'm going to talk about a person that is just... Just a piece of shit. Oh, okay. Just a big piece of shit. And, like, he could probably do great things if he had any sort of, like, motivation. But, no, he's just all about himself and does nothing with it. And that is Summerteeth Jones. The biggest... One, two, three. Biggest scumbag in all of Malifaux. And why are you booing me? You know I'm right. (laughs) That's why you love him so much, Nate. Shut your mouth. Yeah, fair. I broke the internet. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, Summer T. Jones. He is. I, I honestly can't disagree with you. He's the biggest scumbag in the world. Yeah. And that's why I love him so much. Yeah. He's a beautiful boy. He is. Like, there's something, there's something, like, charismatically evil about him. It's, it, he's the Seamus of the Bayou. Like, he's very scummy, but we love him for it. Sounds right. Exactly. Okay. Let me quickly go back to topic number five, and then we'll go on to seven. We'll be done. Topic number five was obviously our power couples. And I thought of like, you know what? Let's talk about actual power here and let's 
let's let's come up with something that will da- make Doug so incredibly angry <laughs> that he'll oh, actually no. be able to like power a small town for a couple months with his rage. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? What if we just took Nelly and we took Leviticus and we made them a thing? That's oh, right, folks. Ah, the worst fucking ah. idea in Malifaux. <laughs> Oh, God. And it sort Dumb. of works Gross. because Leviticus is a pedophile and Nelly looks like a young boy. <laughs> Tom, go take a shower. That was awful. Oh, my God. Oh, man. What I was expecting, oh. like, a hollow wave joke. Like, at least Nelly would disappear. <laughs> Damn. Nope. Holy shit. I'm afraid that, like, I'm going to go to one of these conventions assuming we don't all die from the coronavirus. And, like, the people from Wheel are going to be there. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm the guy from Steam Powered Scoundrels. And they're like... You know what? I spent a lot of time making some of these characters, and all you do is talk about how Leviticus is a pedophile and how Nelly needs to be punched. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be like, yes, and thank you for that. They, they're such great, hateable characters. Thank you, weird people. Weird sir. I, Mr. Sure weird. Nate, Mr. Jonathan Weird, weird himself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Nate Caroline is the only one that was like there when Leviticus was made, because he's like, one of the first. So you, just, just him. Everyone else might just... Okay. I'm fine. All right. Topic number seven. Last topic because we are past the hour point. Which henchmen are legitimate picks to promote to master? I think we had a topic roughly close to this before. Something similar, but it's always fun to uh, revisit fun uh, stuff. We talked yeah. about oh, what... Totally uh, going. Yeah. What, what henchmen or... Yeah, what henchmen would overthrow the yep. mas- their master. Okay, yeah. so this is not overthrowing. This is just becoming their own their own thing. So, Ed, you're going to start us off. Why? Okay, so, yeah, so, I have Triple B, and, or Big Brain Brin, sorry. Oh, okay, I, better yeah, business bureau. Yes, yes. Brainest, brainest. The biggest brain, The biggest brain, brainest Brinicus. The brainiest Brin that ever bigged. <laughs> exactly. Big, big boy. Uh, and his keyword would just be villainy, like, just straight up villainy, like, the comical version of it. Yeah. And it would just be a cast of heroes. It'd be kind of like Ophelia's keyword, where like they're all like elite characters, and it's just a cast of very recognizable but gremlinized and bastardized versions of famous villains. So is this I gonna lies. be like, this is gonna be the first dual keyword master in Zip? Because I feel like he has to be in this. He's gonna force his way into this crew. <laughs> is there is there a Zip would attend would attempt to. The only question I need answered is there going to be a Dan backslide? There may be a damn backslide, but I was thinking be a like, he can steal because no one will ever know. <laughs> Sorry, I love that. Cartoon. I have no idea. <laughs> do you know? Do you know the the, the cartoon we're, we're referencing here? I I wish I did. No. Oh my god! Oh, okay, god. go go to like oh, YouTube and look up the Dover Boys. It is gold. It is an old. It's like a really old, old cartoon. I'll Anyways, just, I'll just link it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sounds good. Sorry, I, it was just the first thing that popped in my head, and I was like, you know what, I'm thinking too much, just go with it. Big brain brain, cast a villain. You know, actually, instead, if, if I may, I, I would like to say that instead of villain, because villain is like two on the nose, and this is the bayou we're talking. I'm assuming it's still going to be a bayou master, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, not, not right now. Um, I would say that his keyword is, in fact, instead of villain, it is mwahaha, ha 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 ha. <laughs> Ha-ha. <laughs> yes. yes. Absolutely. Beautiful. Because then I you mean, get like, <laughs> every time you declare your your keyword, it's like, so who are you playing? The <laughs> It's gonna it's gonna be this game's that. version of the Wog. Exactly. Wow. It's the- I love it. All right, Nate. Yeah. So 
I was thinking, you know, I don't remember who this was, but someone was uncomfortable with this kind of concept, so I'm going to take it to its full level. Oh, the guy that likes um, the people? Yeah, we're going to go with Taggart Quig. He really um, likes And we're just going to go with all of the, um, we're basically going to take make the, uh, the prison keyword. I was thinking the dungeon, but... Yeah, dungeon, prison, whatever you want to call it. Bad just boys. the most cruel bad boys. Oh, no. What you gotta like, do main, his main attack you? is you've been a very bad boy. Gross. Been a very bad boy. <laughs> Does like Lilu and Lilo two just cross factions? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he just seems kind of out of place in the guard keyword. So I figure like just prison labor. So like we've got the the witchling the witchling thralls and stalkers. Cody from Street Fighter. I think that's good. you know I was practicing something coming for this podcast. Some and it was, I was going to try to sing Prison Bitch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, and we want... would, but we're, like, out of time, so let's move on. This is this is BDSM, the keyword, basically. Led <laughs> by Taggart Queeg. That's the concept. We did it. <laughs> so, so do they, like, take wounds to do more things? Yeah, probably. I would assume it's, it's kind of Wong-like, where, yeah, he, like, does damage to people, and then they do more stuff based on the damage he's done to them. They get a little more motivated. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, fuck. Like, I'm completely ruining this by doing some, by just suggesting things that would not fucking fly. But I feel like... He's an obey master. But I, I feel damage. like a, a cross uh, keyword ability that all of them have on their card is Harder Daddy. Yes. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> you disgusted. If you, I you it's just like, if you flip a severe for damage, they, like, get bonus extra stat. Yeah. They, like, get to take two actions. God damn it. Okay. It's like in it's like in Sorcel for Zoraida, but he has a damage flip for his obey if he hits okay. two actions. So we're gonna go with Roman real quick. Oh Roman hey Roman, what do you think? Roman thinks that uh, it should be it should be Hannah Lovelace. Or maybe Anna Lovelace. Okay, no, I, I know what Roman's saying here. Um so I'm just gonna go ahead and fill in the rest of it for you. Well, we're gonna find out that Hannah and Anna have like uh thirty or so twin siblings. And they're all oh, going to no. end in Anna, so there's going to be Joanna, and there's going to be uh, Lorana and Moana. Just, it's just going to be a Lovelace keyword. And they're all going to be, like, really smart and basically look the same, and it's going to be great. Are the, wait, are the Vicks secretly uh, Lovelaces? Um, uh, you know what? No. No, they're, they're not. They're the totems. No, but... <laughs> Vanessa is. Oh, no. She's actually she's actually been adopted by the chamber, but in fact she is banana. Banana. Okay, that, God, that's awful. Is it going to be a banana lovelace? Yeah, no, that banana lovelace is definitely just the make totem. It banana. <laughs> banana lovelace. Banana is the name. It's just banana. a banana. Banana uh, for scale. Yeah, awesome, Roman. That's <laughs> probably the best idea here. Good job, man. All right, Rhonda Doug. <laughs> Rhonda Doug, and I'm going to go with actually like a relatively well thought out and sincere answer. I'm going to go with Vincent St. Clair because I can definitely see the story of like, you know, Reva's got, Reva's got, has got sort of her, her group, her protection, doesn't really need him watching out for her anymore. And like, while in her service, he's just noticing like the fucking awful atrocities that the guild are doing to people. And like, People, there's a lot of people living out in the quarantine zone, and a lot of them are doing it out not bit by choice, but because they were driven there by the guild. So I think this is going to be like the vengeance guy who just super duper hates the guild, like sort of how Ironsides used to be, but um, he's more like blind rage and just destroy them at all costs kind of a thing. 
Also so, crossbow. Pun- Punisher Vincent? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. God, yes. <laughs> That's good. I like it. If he dies, can be can he be revived to, like, spawn? Ooh. Oh. That'd be a hell of a cool model. Frankencastle. Okay, Victor, wrap this up. Um, clearly, the one true option for this is Taylor. Ooh. What's the fair gonna be? Drunk. Hammer time. Ah! <laughs> Just oh. every every model in her crew has a relic hammer. So we're gonna be making up a bunch of relic hammers. Yes! Great. So, so Johan and the captain are keyword. Yes, yes, and then we're gonna invent uh, nine other... Yep, nine more relic hammers. Nine, nine or ten more relic hammers. Oh, well, Galactus, you, you might can... take my Pringles, you fat you... piece of shit. <laughs> You can, there has to be at least one from every faction. Though. You can cut this down. You can make a minion that is like rare three, and you have three relic hammers right there. Okay. And they're just like your generic relic hammer wielders. Or maybe they're just hammer wannabes. They have, they <laughs> hammer have, They have hammer adjacent weapons. <laughs> hammer relics. Small timers, if you will. They're, they're hammers, but they're not relic hammers. Yeah, just regular hammers. It's just hammers. Like a ball peen hammer. <laughs> A claw hammer. Like, I can, I can just imagine like one of her keyword abilities just being stop. Yes. Like, no, there is just going to be a character named MC. Instead of instead of relic hammers, they're uh, just uh, antique hammers. <laughs> okay, I think we're done. We're we're <laughs> we're well done. We're very done. We're black and charred. It is way well, past well hour time. But this was really, really great. Love to return back to this forum. Hey, welcome back, Victoria. It's been a while. Yay. But you know, baby and yeah. all that. Thank you for coming back. Thank well, you, you, Nate. Your token girl. For showing yeah. up. And thank you, yeah. Ed, for joining us for the first time. Of course. It was fantastic. I'd love to do it again. Yeah, hope that dentistry business yeah, takes off. Oh, yeah. I'll make sure. <laughs> I mean, if, as long as I can go and, you know, like, pick up shells from local one. Yeah. Okay, and thank you listeners for listening to us. It has been a pleasure entertaining you. And uh, join our Discord, support us on Patreon. And as we always say for this particular format, we're we're sorry. You forgot about Roman. Oh, yeah, Roman was here. Oh, yeah, Roman. Thanks, thanks, Roman. Put put your own audio in here, Roman. (laughs) I don't know, Doug. That sounds like a lot of work. And uh, I'm already editing this. But I guess I owe you because you did get the water polo idea right. And uh, that's a little creepy. We're getting to the point of sharing brains, which is fun. Anyway, we're sorry, everyone. Thanks for listening. There you go. Thank you, Roman. Um, you know, I could use a little less attitude there, son. I know, right? But uh, as, again, again, thank you, listener, for, for listening to us and giving us your time. And uh, we're, we're sorry. So sorry. Love y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Bye. 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 Songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. Is
this Lord Choppy Bits? <laughs> I want to put that at the end of this. Like, <laughs> just, just without context. If Malifaux ever gets, like, a movie or show or anything, like, you're a shoe-in for Lord Chompy Bits. Goddamn. That was that, terrifying. That, yeah, that is a very Lord Chompy Bits voice. Yeah, like, creeping in the shadows, singing that rendition of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I yeah, feel no, like he's I'm only, out. like, creeping in the I'm shadows running. and being scary when he's on the job. Otherwise, he's just, like, dad. Chilling. He's, yeah. he's just a bear. Yeah. If he likes you, he likes you. 